and welcome to the March Ocean Media All at Sea podcast. I'm Gary Brown, the editorial director of All at Sea magazine, the Caribbean and South Florida's favourite waterfront magazine. This podcast is made possible thanks to the support of All at Sea magazine and Budget Marine Caribbean-wide chandleries. This month we talked to Garth Stein. Stein is the driving force behind Kids at Sea, a programme that's seen pupils from St Martin's Milton Peters College, a local school, successfully build a 26-foot Dudley Dick design race boat, which they will campaign in regional regattas. In our second interview, we talked to regatta guru and Heineken regatta race director Paul Miller about the growing Melvis 24 class of race boats. So, without further ado, here's Garth Stein. I caught up with Garth at the boat's naming ceremony, where she was dubbed Purple Heart. And, by the way, towards the end of the interview, you will hear some jet aircraft noise. It's an occupational hazard when recording in St Martin. Garth, a very proud moment here in the uh, St Martin shipyard. crowd of people, we've got ministers from the government, and we've got representatives of the sponsors all admiring this wonderful creation built by the Milton Peters College students, uh, kids at sea, St Martin, the boat Purple Heart, built from scratch, 26 feet, created right here in St Martin, and uh, hopefully to sail in the St Martin Heineken Regatta, and uh, you're the driving force behind all this. How are you feeling right now? Relieved. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be more relieved when we get to sail it and get it out in the water and, and, and see how it sails. Yeah. This project started when? Just after the Heineken Regatta last year. We bought the plans for it, and then I had a hard time trying to find the wood. We bought the, bulk, bought the bulkheads pre-cut, and the deck plan pre-cut, and some of the panels on the side pre-cut, and it was actually cheaper to do that than to try and get the wood locally. Um, the company Chesapeake Lightcraft cut the, the stuff out for us, and then we shipped it in, and then the kids assembled everything, and... and the teachers and they made a you've seen the photos they made the like a mock on the ground and, and then they put it all together the kids never faltered no there was a points. few hiccups here and there but we I would go to the school once or twice a week and see what was going on when the, the teacher Rents and um, Mr. Alstack are very competent I mean Rents is by profession as an architect and, and um Alstack has been teaching at the school for 40 years, so he's a very accomplished carpenter. So with that, as the core, it helped move the project forward. And now they've got another young man from Samart on the team, Ray, who's also a very good carpenter. How difficult was it to convince the sponsors to come on board for this project? You know, that's that's one of the things I meant to say in the speech, but there's so many things going through your mind that I never actually ever had to ask anybody. I went to them and said, I want to buy the mast, and they said, no, we'll give you the mast. They said, I want to buy the sails, no, I'll give you the sails. Acromania is me, I guess, so I have that. The owners support me 100% doing what I'm doing, so it's... And for the kids, Garth, it's finished now, and the next step is to take a sailing. Are they excited about that, or, or do some just think the project is now over? Some of them are happy that it's built. They still don't understand the enormity of the project. And to try, and that's what I've been trying to explain to the school, is to get the, the word out there, the enormity of the project out. I mean, I don't think any high school in the Caribbean has built such a thing. So they should drive on it 
some of the students won't sail on the boat. Some of them want to, some of them don't want to. Right, but they were keen to build it, but they yeah. don't want to sail it. But that's okay too, isn't it? Not everybody's just sailing. Some of them maybe feel seasick and don't want to tell us. I, I don't know, but those that want to sail can sail. They're first priority on the boat. And I have some kids that sailed with us on the first Kids at Sea program that are coming from Holland, back from university, that want to sail. So I will need to have a few hands on deck that know what they're doing, especially as it's a new concept and everything. So The talk about building another boat now, two or three, I mean, did, you didn't even uh, flinch when they said that. Yeah, Would you go ahead and do it again? We're going to order the kit on Monday. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So the whole experience has been worthwhile too. You're not backing away from it no, in no, any no. way. The whole idea of the kids at Sea is to create the sustainability. And without the sustainability, it falls apart. Yeah. So the idea is, I should have had the for sale sign on it already, but is to sell it and put the money back in the foundation to build the next one. We have the funding, but I need to make it sustainable that I can, once the, the big funding from Holland stops, I then I have to go around asking everyone for money again. And I don't want to do that. I want to make it self-sustainable. Yeah. And by building the boat and selling the boat, the idea of the, the project is to bring in the different aspects like now they've done the woodwork but there's the, the plumbing there's the electrics you can put a motor in it it's, it's in the school in the trade on its own you can create its own trade school just around the boat it's its own environment isn't it really completely it can, yeah. it can make itself and finally what are your expectations for this boat actually racing i mean it's a well-known design dudley dix great designer built many winning boats is this boat going to be a winner, or does it matter? As long as we win, when, when we're sailing it, we win. Yeah. But in the, in the sailing, we've won already. So I think you're going to cause uh, a lot of interest in the press, and I just want to congratulate you and everybody who was involved in the project. Looking at the boat right now and looking at it before, it looks almost like two different boats, and this looks like a wonderful boat. It's been a great achievement. So, Martin, students, what can you say? Yeah, you got to be proud, man. Very proud. Thank you, Gary. And that was Garth Stein of Kids at Sea. To find out more, go to kidsatsea.com and we wish those guys all the best as they campaign that boat in the St Martin Heineken regatta. This podcast is made possible by the support of All at Sea magazine and Budget Marine. You can find All at Sea, the Caribbean's number one waterfront full-colour magazine throughout the southern and northern Caribbean island chain the Panama Canal, the Bahamas and South Florida. You can pick up a copy, it's free of course, at marinas, boatyards, ship stores, yacht clubs, boaters bars, my favourite, and marine service providers. You can also download the entire magazine for free as a PDF by going to our website which is allatsea.net and the copies going back several years are available. A budget marine are the Caribbean's largest suppliers of marine equipment, boat gear and fishing supplies. That's for sports fishermen, of course. And you can check them out online at budgetmarine.com or visit one of their stores in Antigua, Aruba, Bonaire, Curacao, Grenada, St. Martin, French and Dutch sides, St. Thomas, Tortola and Trinidad. They stock everything you could possibly need for your boat and their staff of experts are the friendliest around. If you go online, you can find their 2016 catalogue. It's absolutely packed. Now, here's our second interview, and it's with Paul Miller, race director of the St. Martin Heineken Regatta and owner of the digital scoring system 
Regatta Guru. Paul's talking about the rise of the Melgers 24. I have Paul Miller with me right now, and Paul is involved with the St Martin Heineken Regatta. He's also Regatta Guru, the scoring system, which are being adopted all over the place. Going strong, Paul, I believe. Tell me about these Melgers 24s, which are have entered in the St Martin Heineken Regatta. It's an exciting addition to the event, and what is more exciting is that we've got more of them this year. Yeah, for sure. A couple of years ago, we decided to try to promote the Muggles 24 as a one-design class, and we gave them their own class. And uh, we're building and building on that. And this year, we're going one step further and trying to develop race management that's uh, more suitable for one-designs. So we're trying to give them what they want, and they're responding very nicely because the entries are up again. Uh, we've got at least seven booked at the moment, and uh, it looks like there could be up to ten. Ten's a, a great number, Paul, and it's a growing fleet, growing class. Is there anything special that you have to do for the Melges? How do you manage the Melges class compared to the other big boat classes, shall we say, you know, the CSA 1, 2, 3, and 4? Well, first of all, you have to recognise that they don't necessarily enjoy 17 to 20-mile courses getting beat up in, in big waves, so we have to try to tailor the courses to to match the conditions and the racing style that they like. They like windward lured, so this year we're going all out and trying to give them as much windward lured work as on, on Saturday as we, as we can. And uh, we'll probably also move them around between race courses so that we can keep them in the kind of water that they like racing in. They maybe have the same start line, but they won't share it with any other class. They, they'll have their own starts because we know how important that is for them to get a good clean start and a good race. And we'll tailor the courses to make sure that they're the right kind of courses for them. This business at the uh, Windward Mark of turning port off starboard by choice, will that be in effect? Well, we've changed the way that works a little bit, and we've given the race officers a lot more flexibility. They can decide on the day what's needed. And for a lot of courses, frankly, in this regatta, you don't need a windward mark to start a race. So, for example, on the round the island, we're taking out the windward mark because it just creates congestion. And uh, we're trying to settle uh, on racing that's fun for everybody and keeps the classes close together. And, Paul, your scoring system, any changes there this year? Nothing this year. Because of uh, my new position as race director for the Heineken Regatta, uh, I've uh, been putting all of my time and effort into that uh, for this year to try to get this event even better than it was before and to establish it as an event that's friendly for one design classes and for maxis and for multi-hulls. So we're, we're taking a very broad approach this year to trying to make our regatta fit for everybody. Paul, one more final question. We're doing this interview here at uh, the St Martin Shipyard and we've just watched the naming ceremony of this 26-foot uh, this boat that's been built by the students. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's just fantastic. I, I think it's the, the best venture I've seen Caribbean-wide in establishing something that's really, really important, which is marine trades. And these islands, there's such a demand, and it's so important to get the kids today involved in the marine trades at an early stage with these very, very valuable skills. And I, I just admire this project more than I can explain. Paul Miller, thank you very much for sharing that with us here on the All at Sea podcast. Thank you. And that was Paul Miller, owner and operator of the digital scoring and regatta entry system, Regatta Guru. And you can check it out on the line at regattaguru.com. Now, before I cut you adrift, there's time to tell you about Caribbean Deep, the second thriller in the Caribbean series to feature Richard Turpin and Willie Jones. Infiltrating a ring of human traffickers, two men join a ship smuggling hundreds of migrants towards the US. Shadowed by the Coast Guard, the smugglers prepare to throw their human cargo overboard. 
The infiltrators are there to stop them. But one of the men is discovered, and the other joins forces with the damned. Packed with explosive action and electrifying twists, this novel will keep you on edge until the final page. Caribbean Deep is available as an ebook from Amazon Worldwide and soon to be available in paperback. And by the way, it will set you back the princely sum of $7.99. And I believe that's about £4 if you're buying it in England or if you're buying it in Euros. Slightly different, of course, but it's well worth it. For other books by this author, visit GaryEBrown.net. If you would like to comment on the podcast, then please email gary at all at sea.net. Your comments may be read out on the podcast. Now, I'm off to join the Heineken Regatta. So until next time, safe sailing. <laughs>